We're back. We're back. I'm Devin. He, uh, he's well. He's not here, um, but she's here. Uh, Leah. Leah, say hey. Hi. Leah is my uh, much better looking uh, counterpart. As um, my girlfriend, she will be joining us today. Not not exactly the the super fan that Pat is, but she definitely brings interesting takes. Leah, why don't you tell everyone what your favorite thing about Survivor is? This is totally on the spot. I gave her no no heads up about that. Mm, the challenges. I like seeing everyone go wild. Um, and in this episode in particular, really enjoyed the rain challenge. I'd never seen one of those before, so I was into that. On that note, yeah, we're going to talk about rain challenges. We're going to talk about choppy waters. We're going to talk about Mr. Ned Schneebly. <laughs> but first... Davids and Goliaths, what did you think about the spin on this season? Do you like it? Um, I was confused at first because... Confused because you're not familiar with the biblical story of David versus Goliath? Right. Never read the Bible. Never been a huge devotee. But um, Jeff made it pretty clear. I also liked the background stories that everybody gave because I think... It was a little unclear, like how they were all divided from a physical perspective. So then, when he let them introduce themselves and talk about their different backgrounds, I thought that was pretty cool. And I think they did a great job of making the Goliaths look super annoying. Yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting that from the jump, you have producers probably just sort of outright telling you who who the crowd's going to root for. Because I think, like, whenever right. you see these things happen. You're always rooting for the underdog or most people, uh, unless you're an a-hole always. like Pat. Um, right. Then then you wouldn't be rooting for, for the underdog. So I think on that note, uh, maybe we can tear through some of the Davids and Goliaths, talk mm-hmm, about them mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, we're doing the same thing we did last season. Uh, Pat will either adopt Leah's choices, which um, <laughs> isn't going to play out so well for him, or... Uh, we'll just let him make his own. So Pat, Pat is in parts unknown. It's a, it's a need to know basis. Uh, none of you need to know. So we're gonna we're gonna keep that uh, on the down low. And uh, for any audio problems that we may have today, Jake, uh, the the our sound engineer is, um, I would say, very characteristically uh, out of office. So anything that might come up, we'll, we'll square that away for next week, and we'll have it He's the worst. available for you guys. Um, in a higher quality format, but first, uh, I, I think we can go through uh, through your picks first. Maybe? Yeah, or, or maybe we'll go wishful wildcard lock. We'll each do. We'll each do one. Okay. Uh, so for those of you that that don't remember, uh, each of us is going to pick a, a wishful person, someone we want to see mm-hmm. make it through. Uh, this was these were all picked obviously prior to the episode, um, so. Based on their the PowerPoint online. Literally based on, in most the cases, photos. their image. Uh, we read a few small bios, but that's about it. They're um, mostly boring, so. Yeah, well, uh, that's one way to treat people. Uh, so I, I'll go first. My my wishful, uh, the person who I want to see cruise through this, is Natalie Queen Cole. Uh, she is... A, 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 for lack of any sort of a better term, something that Leah's taught me. Uh, she's a business bitch, <laughs> and she came right out and let everyone know it because uh, she had her... There was actually interesting between two of my picks. Uh, they each gave a confession within like the first five minutes of the show, and Nat came right out and, and, and said that, you know, she she's a boss and that she has literally... She has people in her life who have worked for her who will take a bullet for her and yeah she came on super strong i thought that was interesting because i i feel like if 
I feel like if someone was about to shoot me, you, Leah, love of my life, would would want to know why before you would just outright agree to take a bullet. Right, like if it was warranted. I don't know that I'm like taking that for you. Yeah. Also, she like had this super amazing speech about being a business bitch and people taking bullets for her, which I was, like, moved by. And then we got to the island, and she turns out she's just a straight bitch, no business involved, and she's just bossing people around the entire time. It it seems like 90% of her life is, is something to the effect of... <laughs> What do you what do you mean you didn't thaw the chicken out? Like we have groceries at home. Like get back in the car, shut up. Like she's just right. sort of used to getting her way. Right. So uh, I I thought around camp she she did very little for me and even less for her tribe. And she's clearly not playing the game well because if she didn't understand that she was creating a target on her back, like hello. Yeah, I guess you. You're get not to, doing anything. You get to a certain level and you just assume. That your way is right and, and and you don't have to work as as hard as as everyone else. You know, a level that we all strive to get to, I think, and that's that's why I, I hope that she stays around. And and given her, her personality and what she turned out to be, I still hope she stays around because she's going to be such a linchpin for drama moving forward yeah, because true. people are gonna F and hate her. Your wishful, uh, we didn't get to see a lot of, so this might go quickly, but uh, it's is it B or by when? I think it's B. Yeah. Nugent. She's the MMA fighter on the David tribe. She was pretty quiet, but I feel like that bodes well for her. I think she's going to go for a while. Yeah, She's like absolutely. a quiet, like flying under the radar currently. Totally. That's exactly what you want in the first episode. You want to just know your place and fly under the radar and, yeah. and, and figure out where you fit within the larger tribe. Uh, I actually picked her to go home first yeah. uh, mm-hmm. because I saw her amongst a group of, well, let's not brag just yet before we get through the rest of these results there grub um she's an mma fighter and 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 i just i I saw this as sort of like an alpha amongst a sea of davids and and i thought she would they would lose the challenge which you know they did that is something that i predicted um congrats and then and then she would be throwing people into the fire figuratively (laughs) maybe literally uh and that would rub people the wrong way, understandably, and, and then she would she would get No, she, she seems pretty move. chill. Yeah. She seems She seems like steady. Like I think she'll she seems likable. She can go a long way. Yeah. I feel like that's about as much as we have to say about her given what Yeah, we, let's go to wild cards. Wild card, this is someone who you don't really know what you're going to get out of, but similar to the wishful, I feel like I always I always play it with the craziest person who I want to see succeed. I, I feel like we should uh Maybe rename this to the the Jacob Derwin. Uh, Jacob mm-hmm. Derwin, for those of you who don't remember, uh, was the lovely contestant who, on the first or second episode of last season, was searching for an idol and dumped an entire camp supply worth of rice into his sock because he thought there might be a hint for <laughs> as to where that immunity idol lived hidden in the rice. Uh, and then he just poured the the rice right back into the container from his sock. What a guy! And it was literally never addressed ever again. <laughs> so gross. So in that vein, I pricked Christian uh, Hubicki, uh, who is, also gave a confessional uh, about being a, the a mega nerd. nerd. Yeah, and, and loving robots from. I'm obsessed with him from a young age. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. I think he just needs a quick makeover, and he's like a total babe. Yeah, he's got definitely what we were fantastic thinking. bone structure, sure. beautiful eyes. Um, 
is socially not the best, but I think I think that was a good pick for you. I think he's gonna go far. He's clearly really smart. Oh, and he was just crushed when yeah. they lost that the battle. What's if it you called? can hear Challenge. clicking in the background, it's just me deleting those things from my notes because it's just a waste of space now. Those are exactly all the things that I was gonna say about uh-huh. the man. Yeah, he's a he's a little bit of a loose cannon. Uh, he he. That first or second confessional, he was he he got a lot of screen time, which I think bodes well. Yes. Uh, typically, the more screen time, it's sort of a philosophy. If you if you're having a lot of screen time, they're investing in you as development uh, as a character for the season. So so hopefully he'll be around for a bit. Um, yeah. Sometimes they've they pulled bait and switch there, but his second confessional, I think it was, where he was talking about the algorithms that he'd written in college and how he could have perfected them. And they just showed what what probably would have amounted to, you have to imagine, you know, they they cut out the bad parts. I was going to say more. Really? Yeah. I think like 20, 25 minutes talking. Yeah, you're probably right. Because they they sped it up one. They cut out all the the bad things and the uh, uh, uh's that that I do all the time. And then I just, I don't know, I, I, I the man could go on and on, and I think we're in for some, some treats. Uh, I think he's a genius. I also like his alliance with the nerdy girl. Yeah. I forget her name, but they seem like, they seem like real pals. <clears throat> yeah, uh, he, he went out of his way to, to call it platonic. Oh my god, I know, that was so cute. <laughs> What do, what do we think the chances He's are like that they scissor before the end of the season? Platonic, yeah. of course. Yeah. Okay, Christian, calm down. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, um, and then you you had uh, Davey Rakeney. Yeah, he. I mean, he didn't really do anything. Oh, wow. This. I don't. I don't feel great about that. Are you pick. kidding me? I'm about Davy. Really? Yeah. The octopus catcher. Um, but he, he was like... strutting back to camp, being yeah, like, he had some I caught an octopus. I <laughs> an octopus. Which, like, I love octopus. That octopus did not look super inviting. Um, Have you yeah, ever he... caught an octopus? <clears throat> no. Have you ever caught any fish? Yes. Really? Yes. What kind? A mackerel. Yeah, was it a keeper? Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? No. Yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. That's when they're like just the right size that you can keep them and eat them. And you, they're not too big where you have to throw them back, and they're not too small where you have to throw them back. Let's go with it. Yeah, it works. Uh, I was into Davey. Yeah, I think he has some good skills. I don't like looking back. I'm not like super pumped about it, but I think maybe he'll go a long way. I just thought that him and um, uh, Carl, I think, had had a really nice moment uh, when they true. formed their alliance, and you saw some personality there. I think I don't know. I'm about him. I think he. I yeah. think he might bring some humor uh, and levity to to the season. So should we talk about Carl for a second? Let's talk about Carl. Why do we want to talk about Carl? Yet? I just I feel like he really. He did not perform during the challenge. Well, we'll go into let's let's we'll okay. break up the challenge. We'll go into that in a little bit. Sorry, first timer uh, here. It's all good. It's all good. Um, and with that, we'll maybe <laughs> we'll get into this further in a little bit. But let's go with your your lock before mine. Who uh, obviously, well, we'll get into mine in a mm-hmm. second as well. Leah picked Pat Cusick, who. Uh, Bit of tough luck, and we we'll, we'll spend a little bit of time unpacking this in a little bit. Uh, so Leah's essentially already lost the the, the, the challenge. Um, you never want to pick the person is, who's voted out week one. Okay, he wasn't voted out. Well, God voted him out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a horrible, horrible turn of events. Yeah. The poor guy built the entire fucking shelter, shelter yeah. for the Davids and. 
He came on strong. His personality was a lot. And I was like, <laughs> I was regretting my choice from when he was like bossing everyone and making really inappropriate jokes. He was like sort of bossing people around. I, I think there are people who get into these situations on Survivor where they, they are forced to do things that they do in their everyday life. They have construction people building shelters. You have a lawyer like appealing to a jury. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. And when you fall into these things that you do in your day-to-day life, you fall into like how that is when you're doing it for your for your job for your livelihood yeah. uh, so as a construction you know it doesn't he still needs to be aware of what he's doing in the game and all of that but i i i, I really appreciated him just letting his full personality go out and what was that lovely joke about mm. sweating more than a pregnant nut at confession oh was see my yes that was one of the jokes in the joke montage but my favorite joke was when he was like i would give my left nut to be 36 like, yeah. sweetie are you all right but also, like, so I get that not everyone came from the same place that I came from or, or, or Pat or whoever. But that's, like, just a, that's like a normal joke, isn't it? Yeah, I just, well, yeah, I've Obviously, never heard the nun one or, I mean, giving left my nut, left nut. Okay, sure. I think but I said not that for yesterday. Like, <laughs> but not, like, for being 36. Like, how old is he? Like, at least go for, like, 20. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm sacrificing a testicle, it's got to be for Go at least lower. 20 years. Totally. Yeah, I want I want 20 years back. Right. But anyway, that was my pick, <laughs> and it really didn't pan out so well for me. So okay, if you're going to make... straight. I handle the segues. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I picked Dan, uh, and, and, and we'll dive back into a little bit about Pat, Pat and, and his circumstance later. Um, I picked Dan Renu, well, Dan with an R, uh, his last name's a nightmare. Who's that? Dan is the lovely, uh, man who used to be 300 pounds. Uh, he's a SWAT team guy, uh, which, so he also came on a bit strong in my opinion as he's talking about, uh, losing weight and and, and good for him. You know what I mean? If you're 300 pounds, like let's, let's let's drop a few, right? Uh, but, but chasing his dream, like the whole thing I, I appreciated, but like sort of the way he was talking about it rub me the wrong way uh, where I don't know he just seemed annoying and obviously like brag about that but like maybe maybe dole it out in smaller doses uh, but not my larger concern about him because he started to win me over a bit and then he uh, something that's really I know gonna go right up Pat's tailpipe um, he always is, is harping on people for having these like insane like weeping worthy loyalties to, mm. to other tribe members after spending you know, 36 hours with them or, or, or six days or however long. Uh, so the fact that Dan fell in love after, I, I would you, it was like faster than oh. the Millennium Falcon did the Kessel run. This is faster than people fall in love on The Bachelor for yeah, crying out loud. Like I got confused about what show I was watching. He was literally like, you are exactly my type. Oh my God, showmance. And the poor girl, I mean... Both of them are dumb for engaging in that type of behavior. Within, I think it was like an hour. And they admitted it. Yeah, they did. They admitted they were dumb. <laughs> uh, and, and, and the term just, I don't know, like, I guess I'd probably heard it before. I just, I'd never heard someone on the show say the word showmance, show-mance before. Like, I'd never heard that before. That is how you know that he definitely was 300 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, he, we'll see. That's a wait and see approach. I, I don't I really know. have any reason aside from that to change my change my lock. And I, mean, I didn't do did it all last season, the... so I'm definitely gonna. Oh, he found the idol. He found the idol. That's absolutely true. 
So you've got that going for you. Also, I'm surprised that he found it. Like, he doesn't seem super sharp. So he's, he's at, at the end of week one, having found an idol and having a sort of like a built-in alliance of, of, of two... I forget who they were. It doesn't really matter. Two uh, other cast members. Natalia. Who know that he has the idol. Sort of like a built-in alliance there. Mm-hmm. You have to... If you're power ranking it out, he has to be number one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, I feel great about that pick. Uh, yeah. I picked Wendell last season before the season started. So, you right. know, I have, a, I have a strong track record with with this. And, and, and it's nice to see it continuing at least uh, through congratulations. one episode for... Sure. Um, I want to talk a little bit about maybe my favorite part of the episode was that first challenge. Um, so oh, yeah. they came right out and, and I think, you know, you're always looking for when they do these sort of like themed seasons, the different foils that they're going to to throw at the, the castaways and the idea of having this sort of like Mad Libs challenge, I think was really interesting because... It, 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 even the playing field to a certain extent and, and, and you got to see so the the Davids select uh, the hardest, you know, what they thought the hardest uh, string of, of different um, events. Yeah, whatever it was. Challenges. Uh, to give them the upper hand. So so I love that and I liked the strategy that goes into that. I, it obviously worked out for them and they won. Right. I think I would have probably done it a little differently but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it worked so right. who, who's there to... Uh, to complain about that. Um, it also just, they they played that scene so well where you were already hating the Goliaths and then yeah. those two, the doctor girl and the, the pound town, mayor of pound town. Yeah, like, yeah. oh so my Allison God. Allison and uh, uh, what was, uh, yeah, John. mayor of pound. Oh yeah, John Hennigan, uh, which is very close to a name of a, a friend of, friend of the show. Friend uh, of the pod. Friend of the pod, yeah. Um, Shout out to all the friends of the pod. We we appreciate <laughs> you guys. Yeah, yeah, I love the first challenge. Uh, one last castaway that I would like to to talk about. Um, I want to just make sure we devote a little bit of time to him. Was Mister Ned Schneebly? You That's might right. you might know him from School of Rock uh, fame. Leah, your favorite part of School of Rock? Oh, great question. Uh, the handshake where they all go, let's rock, let's rock today, with the little legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the oh, it's the a little Asian kid. Yeah, the he plays the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Jack Black. And Jack Black. Uh, yeah. And he makes the let's stage. Let's rock, let's rock today. Right, right, right. Shoot, uh, slap it, shoot it, and kaboot it. Um, <laughs> What's yours? Ooh, it's a great question. I think, I, uh, turn it sideways and chillo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I knew you were going to say really that. It's really good. It's really good. And when he's like, I have a hangover. Who knows what that is? He goes, it means you're drunk. And he goes, no, it means I was drunk yesterday. <laughs> really I also like when the like, pretty little girl is like, you have, or no, when they all like trade insults at him and he's like, you have body odor and I hate you. Yeah. I, so I, I can't really comment on pretty little girls being that, you know. The world that we age. live in today. Uh, so I'm gonna just let you, yeah, you, you keep that one. Uh, other, other, just quick things that I want to point out. Um, the just from the the very beginning of the episode, the music when the David team was like stumbling onto the boat as they were trying to climb onto it. Uh, just something to call out. Everyone mm. should pay attention to 
to how these episodes are edited because the, these these producers are the best in the biz. Um, <laughs> Nick, who grew up on food stamps in a trailer uh, and who is now a fucking lawyer, Leah made fun of him before the show, so just a little bit of character <laughs> assassination there. Um, he just see like you wear a blazer to your first day on Survivor, like maybe try less. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't about Pat. Oh, oh, oh wait, actually, the, sorry. The the blazer thing is like hits near. And, I, I hate that. I don't understand why you do that. Like who? Why? Who, the only thing I can think of is like a, a little bit of an extra layer. No, I think that he's trying to be like establishes himself as some kind of intellectual. I, I need when to... in reality, it's probably one of the dumbest things you could do. <laughs> I I think you could make an argument that it's an extra layer, but but I've always made fun of it in the past. Last season, there was a. He was 17, and he was telling people mm. he was 22, mm-hmm. and he wore a blazer, and I was like, well, there you go. That's <laughs> that's going to trick them. Um, he, like, Googles how to look older. <laughs> which, which we also have an 18-year-old pretending to be a 22-year-old again this season. Yeah. yeah. No, 19 and 22, but I'll let oh, you yeah. slide. Yeah, yeah. She, seems, she seems cute and normal. Yeah. I mean, nothing like, uh, and, and obviously it was, a, it was a real reason, but nothing like crying on the first day of Survivor to really just lock yeah. into everyone that you actually are 22 years old. I know. Um, that was one rough. last quick thought uh, on Pat. I wasn't a huge fan of Pat from the jump just because I saw uh, the Giants t-shirt and I thought, you know, how long into the episode are we going to go before he compares Bing and David to... Being the Giants? No, the Giants being the Patriots in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I hated him for that. Uh, and and that's about it. Uh, God, I can't believe he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we're gonna talk about that rainy challenge. All right, we're back. Uh, rainy challenge. Rainy challenge. You've never seen a rainy challenge. No, I really haven't. In fact, this is. I've never seen, like, a rainy, cold island. Like, they were struggling. I, I, they, they genuinely, uh, generally, it, it seems like, based off of nothing other than instinct on my part, but th- they really, like, always play up the elements early on. I think it's, like, mm. a way to, like, sh- maybe, I don't know, show other parts of, of someone's character or something. But, like, I, I remember a, a few seasons ago, Aubrey was, like, sunburned to all shit, mm. like, day two. And obviously, like a sunburn, you're gonna be able to like cope with easier down the line. Whatever, whatever, your skin will just turn to leather. Uh, but they always like lean into that stuff, and then you never really see anything about the weather like further down the line. Like when we get to like emerge, like it's not gonna unless something happens to the shelter. Yeah, that makes sense. Or the fire goes out, like you're, you're not really gonna see. Uh, so anyway, um, I thought the challenge was was good. Uh, yeah, I like the early challenges because they just do so much more, and it seems like they want to like beat down the tribes into submission and like get them to a point where they're like frayed and, and yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, and, and there's always an opportunity to put someone in sort of like a leadership role so that they can get torn down at a tribal council or something like that. Right? Do they always? Is the first challenge always like with everyone competing at once like that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, a little, uh, a little bit physical loved there. That it got physical early. Mayor of Poundtown. For sure, yeah. Mayor of Poundtown just grabbing Pat's leg. Uh, I know that was that was solid. Uh, the thing about the physicality of the early part was it, it literally made no difference. 
they tied. Yeah, that's the, true. The last two people got to the mat at the same time. So it's just like two of them like rolling around in the mud for a little bit. And then they just were like, hey, you want to? Right. Let's go. I like that they um, they called out that the Goliath team, uh, when they were doing the puzzle at the end, they were all like yelling at each other. And the doctor lady, Allison, was in charge telling them what to do. And she was literally screaming. And I feel like that's a bit of foreshadowing for the future episodes that the Goliath team is going to have a lot of struggles with all of their personalities. Yeah, it's a lot of ego on that team. A lot of ego. A lot of ego. Uh, Let me ask you your strategy and how overall you think you would fare in that challenge. What roles are you jumping for? Like, are are you going to be the leader? Are you going to be the digger? Are you going to be the person telling you? Oh, no, I'm not digging. Not digging. Let's talk about that. Is my nightmare. Digging. Oh my god. No, not a dig- digger. <laughs> no, not definitely not a digger. Not a gold digger. No. Hey. Oh, I love you for oh, you. Oh, thank you. No, but then also like getting into the sand, like when they started trying to go in like head first. Are you describing what digging is? <laughs> no, like <laughs> I didn't really realize that they had to go under the log, like into the sand. Yeah. And that just makes me so claustrophobic. I would have been full out on that. It's a lot. I like the like running and like I'm quick and I can like push some bitches over, but I don't know if I would want to be in charge of the numbers. Although if, if we lost in the numbers part, the puzzle part, I would have blamed whoever was in charge at that time. Yeah. So I, it's interesting. I, I, I mean, I think there's no way that you're not the person calling the shots. Yeah. Hmm, At the puzzle. Quick relationship therapy. I don't think that makes any sense, but we'll just we'll, <laughs> let's, uh, we'll just take it in stride. Um, I think that you you want to be up there barking at people, a lot of doctor, yeah. Um, I like bossing people around, but I don't think I would necessarily be good at like visualizing where the blocks need to go. So counting to twenty five is sort of outside of your skill set. Yeah, it's yeah. outside my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I can see that. Yeah, you were you were in the slower math class. Yeah. Um, the, the the digging. Uh, I think well. So anyway, my, my strategy is I, I would be, I, I would be happy to be Carl, like be the first guy out of the gate, yeah. um, sprint through the the early part of the challenge, and then I'm happy to dig. I'm happy to dig. I'm skinny, whatever. I'll dig. Yeah. And then you just go it through on your back, so you can bend yourself around it a, bit, a little bit. It saves you a bit of digging. Yeah, it felt I felt like Carl didn't know that the yeah. other kid did. Who, to your point, like it was I think it was smart of the David team to s- s- send the skinny guy. Um, whereas Goliath sent the jacked guy to like really dig so fast you could tell he was making so much more ground than Carl oh was. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. That guy, was, it was huge. Like a, it was like a, yeah, he is probably going to do really well. Oh, I almost picked him. But you didn't. Damn it. Well, hey, my person didn't break their fucking back, so. Okay, whatever. That was an unforeseen circumstance. Time out. Um, <laughs> the, shit, I had something else to say and then you just kept talking. Ugh. Um, the the digging i think i would be i would excel at um the the thing that would trip me up a little bit is getting my melon under the log like the rest of me i I could i could get under the log no problem but i got a big old dome and i have to like turn it sideways somehow and contort myself Uh, i don't know if yeah so you're like into that like are you looking at that being like i mean i'll like get off on it but i can do it (laughs) no but you would like volunteer to do that part I guess, yeah. I mean, if no one else did, I, I, I don't think I... I think in general with those longer challenges, like, it takes so long to get through the puzzle that, like, you're going to catch up ground somewhere. Like, I don't think that that... I think it's going to show that I have some sort of, like, initiative. They're going to enjoy me for it, but I'm not going to have to 
I'm not going to be the I'm not going to be the person calling the shots. I'm not going to be you who's going to have my head on the chopping block because yeah, I lost the true. challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So Are you implying that you would lose the challenge if I was calling the shots for the puzzle? Would you, would would you take offense if I said yes? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, and then we we don't have to take a break for for tribal because it just it just so sad. Uh, we're coming back from from tribal. No, from and, the and challenge. From the challenge, and we're coming back from a commercial, and you see the boat ride, which you never really see, and then it goes black, and you hear, uh, and then next thing you know, Patty's on a backboard, which like, from six to seven years of very mediocre lifeguarding, I can tell you, (laughs) a backboard is never a good situation to be in, so... I don't know. My initial thought was just like with the shaking and whatnot that he, he, he had sad. a seizure. Yeah. Uh, but poor I, guy. I, I guess I look at it two different ways. Like the first way, obviously, being like you feel so bad for him, and like you hear like the confessionals of the other people, and, and they're like, you know, we went up and uh, and we crashed down on a wave, and we all just heard like a loud crack. And yeah. for someone who has had like mostly mild uh, back pain, but like a few times it's really like seized up on me. Like I cannot imagine being. The amount of pain that it must have been causing him to, like, yeah, be showing a seizure essentially. Like, you gotta feel so bad for the guy. And like, also, blue collar dude. Like, just the vibe I was getting. I don't know anything, but like, yeah. probably one of the people that could use the money the most right. out there. Like those, he didn't have a snowball's chance in hell of winning. I don't think you don't. No, <laughs> I I think he would just be too trustworthy and all that stuff. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I feel bad for him. And it was so sad to see how upset, his, how truly upset his whole team was. Like, they were beside themselves. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they have known him for barely over 48 hours, and they're all weeping. Yeah. So this is the part where I may be a little bit of a contrarian take. Best thing that could have happened to that tribe. Why? Because they don't have to go to tribal. They don't have to break off into two different groups and, and, and systematically tear each other apart. Yeah. And they already lost a challenge. They're already down in the dumps. Well, that's true. Pat sacrifices back for the team, for the people. <laughs> Ultimate sacrifice. I, honestly, if, if if I'm a betting man, I think Carl kicked him. I think he fell off of his seat on the boat and Carl gave him a... Carl knew he was going to go home because he fucked up the digging. <laughs> or maybe it was maybe it was Christian. Oh, Christian would never do something like you that. You don't know Christian. Yes, I do. You just I have do. a little bit of a crush on him and it's kind of fucking annoying because he writes algorithms and... He's so cute. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, I don't know. Uh, so we also saw scenes for. Oh well, so first we saw that Pat made a full recovery, and we are pleased and happy for for the kid. Um, so right. that's that's good. Uh, obviously, because also he's what? What did he do for a living? Like he might. He's a it's blue property collar. manager. Yeah. yeah. So like he, pro- I'm sure he is on like working with his hands a lot. Like right. He, he, thank God he. Made a recovery because that would really. Be Thank God he had already finished the shelter for that team because they weren't really going to finish that without him. Just goes. It just it's just more fuel for the best thing that could have happened to that tribe. I know. Ugh, yeah. So sad. Wow, I really thought I was going to get a little more fight on you for that for like being a heartless asshole, but um, I guess I facts mean, are facts. It's a hot take, but I know what you mean. Who do you think would have gotten voted off had Pat not broken his back? Probably, I feel like it was trending Nick. And yeah. if I'm there, I'm making, I'm built, because Nick also, I always say it's sob story. I don't necessarily mean it in a negative light, but Nick shared a personal story about his 
mother overdosing and all of that. I, I you, you could you could spin a tale about he didn't do anything at camp. He didn't make an effort to get to know any of us. And then in the middle of the night, after half of us are asleep, he tells us this story about his mom. Like he just did it to like because he he identified that he was behind the eight ball and, and yeah. And I'm surprised no one said that. Yeah. Like I think that was a pretty well in the moment as the man's crying like. Yeah. That's probably more heartless than Pat breaking his back being good for the tribe, but... I think that would have come up during the confessionals at Tribal. That people yeah. were like, mm, I don't know, Nick probably rubs me the wrong way. Right. I don't think... Like, I think Carl still brings a lot to the table, even though he was super slow climbing under the log. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. I think it would have been Nick. I do too, uh, obviously. Uh, and then... And I think Carl would have spearheaded it uh, yeah. because he, he, he doesn't have no time for no man that don't work. That's right. Uh, so that's right. <laughs> uh, and I hope that we get a merge because I think that him and Nat would, would I mean, power couple. Um, Nick and Nat? No, no, no. Oh. Carl and Nat. Um, what else do we have? Uh, scenes for the next episode, if we want yeah. to break that down real quick. Seems like Nat is going to lay some waste to people. Uh, we've yeah. seen this before. Where, where uh, these alpha males, alpha females have their back pinned against a wall and they do something crazy. So I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping, yeah. uh, you know, jackets in the fire, dumping all the rice out, something like that. I always think that makes for great television. So that's that's where my, that's where my thoughts are going. Um, yeah. yeah. Agreed. And I think, um, <laughs> I mean, I think her tribe is already like, identified her as the lowest on the totem pole so if she hasn't recognized that and she's not going to start making a change like she's she's got to go for sure and it makes me it makes me concerned about my my wishful moving forward but i'm gonna keep all three of mine locked in i think and that you've been calling her nat queen cole nat queen Mm -hmm. she's a queen um I'm going to keep all three of mine locked in. So, again, I, I got Dan, I got Christian, and I got Queen Cole. Um, Pat, I totally screwed you over. But after watching the episode, you have to pick a new lock. I'm assuming you're going to stick with Dave and uh, B for sure for your for your wild card and your wishful. For the lock, what do we got? Well, who's that blonde guy that was digging really well on the oh, Goliath team? I think his name team? is... Alec Merlino, age 24, from San Clemente, California. Hmm. Okay, I pick him. Alec. I think it's a great pick, mostly because I almost picked him instead of Dan. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he flew under the radar, too, but he definitely has the physical strength. I really appreciate you flipping your hair as you talk about this man. Yeah, well, he's hot, so... (laughs) Um, Anyway, next next week we're going to do a full segment on uh, that... NFL cheerleader Kara. Uh, we're mm-hmm. gonna talk about her. Pat and I are gonna unpack that because <clears throat> she's got some talent. Um. Anyway, uh, any parting thoughts? What can we do for you, Grub? Thanks for having me. Yeah. This was fun. <laughs> Thanks for being on. Uh, I think we're, we're gonna try to do a uh, a few episodes with friends of the cast. Uh, maybe maybe a, an episode featuring a, another lady uh, by the name of Katie. So. Um, Anyway, thank you for, for joining. Thanks for covering it for Pat. Uh, of course. Until next time, we we got nothing for you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.